What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite couple who didn't actually think they would be podcasting for over a year, Angie and Carl, and welcome back to the Let's Stay in Bed podcast. Let's get it. What a really thought. Like, we actually, it's over a year since we started the podcast. It's actually funny because we came into the idea of starting the podcast literally probably that same month in January of 2021. And then we're like, let's just try it. And we did like one episode and we're like, let's just see how we sound. And mm-hmm. then we were like, oh, let's just do it. Yeah. yeah. And then we actually used that. That practice episode was the first episode. No, it was, it was the second. It was the second episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's but we still here. We here. We going strong. We going to keep doing it. We might take a little breaks because, you know, we need to take breaks at time. But we're going to keep giving y'all content. Facts. And that's it. But, babe, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, you know. We're in February now. January flew by. Mm-hmm. Like usually I feel like the first month of the year goes kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But this year, I feel like it just it just went. Mm-hmm. It just went. No, nah, I completely agree. Like <laughs> I feel like the first month like never really counts. It's like yeah. the extension of the last year. And I'm like, yeah. for, at least for me, and I'm just like, trying to get my shit together. Right, right, right. I feel yeah. like the first month is like Okay, so December, you're, like, trying to plan for the next year. Mm -hmm. And then the first month of the year, you're, like, trying to get your shit together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, I completely agree. Uh, This first month, January, was, like, all over the place. There was just so much shit happening in, like, every aspect of my life. Like, Mm. work, relationships, um, side business, family, friends. Mm. Like, there's always something going on and i'm like oh this was like an emotionally draining month for me Damn. to start off the year but we good we gonna keep going strong black history month whoop, you already whoop. know that's how you really start off the year like Facts. don't tell people don't listen to them if they say january 1st is the first day of the new year it's february 1st okay. beginning of black history month <laughs> that sounds about right all righty support your black businesses that's it but we're gonna get right into it so for this episode we wanted to talk about self-love yeah this is like a topic that's near and dear to my heart i love talking about self-love with people and hearing how people got to where they are now within mm-hmm. themselves yeah yeah no i agree i agree so to start off for our listeners that like may not know, I feel like you know what self-love is, but like yeah, we just gotta is, talk about it. Yeah, right? like so what is like the definition or just what is self-love? All right. So if we want to take the definition straight from the dictionary, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's love of self, mm-hmm. <laughs> such as an appreciation of one's own worth or virtue, proper regard for and attention to one's own happiness or well-being inflated love of or pride in oneself those are good those are good yeah Mm -hmm. but there was this other more subjective definition that i found that i think i liked more and um it was self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical psychological and spiritual growth so it means having your own needs and that sacrificing your well-being to please others that's a big one. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. That's a big one. It also can mean something different for each person because we all have many different ways to take care of ourselves, which mm-hmm. is also very true. Um, so I think it self-love in general is subjective to everybody. 
because based on the way the way they take care of themselves, I guess is how somebody would determine like the definition of it. Right, right, of course. But like you said, at the end of the day, it's just loving thyself. Right. Like that's that's what self love is. So exactly what you said. It could just come in many forms. So that's the definition. But like, why do you feel like self love is important? So I think it's just important overall. First, to know that it's a journey throughout your whole life because you go through different stages in your life. You change constantly. And with that comes, you know, loving yourself in all those different phases. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the one part that's very important to know that, like, it's never like a, it's a never ending process. Right, there right, we go. right. For sure. For sure. Um, I just think it's important because we grow up with like all these societal pressures and like opinions of other people and it affects the way we view ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's very important to dig deep within yourself and like figure out the things you love about yourself and how you treat yourself. Because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't realize how shitty they treat themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, like everything you said, completely agree with. I believe just loving yourself and just knowing what you need to do to like make yourself happy and stuff mm -hmm. is like the key in every other aspect of your life. When I mean when I say relationships, um, I don't just mean romantic. Romantic. I just mean any kind of bond relationship with any person. So like knowing how to make yourself happy will benefit every single relationship right, right. in your in your life and also i feel like when you love yourself like truly love yourself and like all your flaws and and all the positive and negatives about yourself then you wouldn't like when it comes to other people you're not looking for something else from them or just trying to looking fill for these validation voids, or looking for validation or i feel like a Things that people say about you don't affect you as much. Mm -hmm, because, like, you love yourself. You could just move with, like, the utmost confidence mm -hmm. in what you're doing. And, like, let's just say you're trying to do a passion. Like, you're trying to follow your passion. I'm sorry. And someone might say something. If you love yourself and you just know, like, yo, I'm going to just do me no matter what. Like, you're good. You're Facts. good. You're just going to always be able to move how you want to move. Right. And not be affected by others. So... I think that's just why it's important. Maybe I'm just looking at it as a more external, mm -hmm. like just how you move throughout the world. But I feel like that's important because a lot of times, you know, you let the outside, well, not you let, the outside world just affects you right, in right. general, you know? So if you love yourself, you just do everything out of love, knowing you're making yourself happy, but also not hurting other people mm -hmm. at the same time. You know, you're good. Yeah, I agree. I also think that it's important because... Well, I was going to say more so for women, but that's not true. So just people in general who look for love from other people mm -hmm. or other things and it never works out. Mm -hmm. And they're just like trying to find this love that they should be feeling for themselves. Yeah. I think it's important to. At some point in your life, be aware of that, you know, but we talked about self-love and why we think it's important. But I also want to get into like different types of self-love, which can also be subjective. So I was really into this topic prior to when I used to like blog or whatever. And I was reading a lot of articles because, you know, it's just I feel like it's a very subjective topic. So just wanted to see like other people's viewpoints. And um, 
the different types of self-love they believe that's out there. And this one article resonated with me the most. Mm -hmm. And they broke it down into five different categories. So the first one is like physical love for yourself, which is like obviously how you treat your body, working out, exercising, eating well, Mm -hmm. sleeping well, stuff like that. The second one is emotional self-love. So being in touch with your emotional side, you know, crying when you need to, knowing that's okay. Um, holding space for other people to be emotional as well. Mm-hmm. What Journaling. does that mean? Like holding space for other people to be. So, you know, like sometimes friends could just throw like their problems at you mm-hmm. and you might not know how to like help them. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's important to have those relationships where you hold space for someone to feel comfortable to like, tell you these things oh okay got you you got you so like that and um just being self-aware in general Mm -hmm. um and then there's mental self-love which is like you know wanting to learn more and reading Mm -hmm. motivational books you know science book, whatever you like Mm -hmm. um personal development and stuff like that then there's social love, which has to do with, you know, spending time with people you love, your friends, your family, surrounding yourself with good energy from good people mm-hmm. and knowing like how to set boundaries with your relationships mm-hmm. in your life. And then there's spiritual, like meditation, whatever religion you believe in, going mm-hmm. to church, reading the Bible or whatever it is that you read, um, yoga etc so i think like for me personally that's like a good breakdown yeah no that, that's a really good breakdown i didn't really like like as you're saying everything like the different types of self-love i like agree with everything and it, it makes sense mm-hmm. but it's something i never really like thought about like right, oh right. different like ways to love myself like mm-hmm. If I just like run down this list like really quick, like physical, like working out, eating healthy, you know, that's uh, sleep is a little iffy, but (laughs) like those are stuff I do and just like making sure I'm active because that always makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And then like the yoga kind of goes with both physical, I feel, and spiritual because and even mental, you know, because that just helps clear my mind and stuff like that. Same thing with like emotional. That, of course, makes sense. Like journaling, making sure you're you just like don't bottle up your emotions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the one that's like the most interesting or just kind of maybe kind of new is just like mental. Mm-hmm. Cause you always hear like, oh, mental health, like make sure you're good. But mm-hmm. just like mental self love is not, I don't know. Maybe that's just not for something for me. Like that's thought about a lot. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like learning more, reading about mm-hmm. new topics, like, or just like finding new passions, how much that could be beneficial for your mental and right, keeping right. your mind open for right, more right. things. So like, it's something like, yeah, it's always there. Like you hear people say this, but just like I never really thought of it as, oh, this is like mental self-love. So I right, I, right. I, I like the article. That That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if I look at each one of these, I probably feel it. I didn't realize that I actually do one in each category mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. at some point. So that, I think that's kind of cool. But enough of that. Let's talk about our own self-love journey. Mm-hmm. So, babe want to start i i feel like you don't really like people don't really realize that they're they're actually going through it mm-hmm. you know yeah but if you could talk about like a situation or an event that you realize like it actually helped your self-love journey yeah so i'm i'm like there's a couple events 
there's two events actually and then just like an overall just realization of everything mm-hmm. but I would say like I began like my self-love journey without me actually knowing that I mm-hmm. began my self-love journey like me reflecting on it I'm like oh I think that's where it began was like when I studied abroad in Paris for a month mm-hmm. during my ju- the summer of my junior year so going into my senior year and this is was, college, guys. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Study abroad. Like, people do study abroad in. I don't know what schools people school. go to. I don't know, but that that's wild if you do that. But anyway, so yeah, in college, so it was twenty fifteen, and I was originally supposed to go to like Barcelona or Madrid or what, like somewhere in Spain mm-hmm. with my friend Steph, and he ended up not being able to go. So I didn't really care where we were going i just Mm -hmm. wanted to go away like we wanted to go away together so he was like oh yeah spain but then once he dropped off i'm like all right i never spoke spanish Mm -hmm. in high school i took some french classes so at least like getting back to it some of it will come back so i'm like yo let me just go to let me go to paris instead uh since i'm going by myself and i really wanted to go so it's funny because like leading it was about like a four-month process before mm-hmm. we we're actually leaving. So I'm like, oh yeah, cool. It's gonna be study abroad, gonna have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Not really <laughs> thinking about it. Then July hit. I'm like, holy shit. I'm about to be in a new country where I don't even know the language because I didn't even practice anything for those months. I know no Oh, he said it was wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so like I knew nobody. I knew nothing of the city. I didn't even know the language out there. And so, like, I started panicking when I was on the plane. Because I wasn't thinking about shit up until I'm like, oh, I left my mom and, like, my ex at the time. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, this is wild. And then it wasn't like when I took my flight, it wasn't like a group flight. Yeah, it's just like, yo, everybody, everybody just got to meet by this, this day, you know, at, at a certain time. Wait, so when you got to Paris... Did you meet people at that airport or did they pick you up? No. Well, they had, they, okay. They had a shuttle, but my cheap ass was like, man, I'm gonna just find my way. So I went and got a taxi and I'm just like, thank God. Like one thing in the United States, we don't really speak another language in Mm -hmm. Europe. They make everyone like learn English in like Mm -hmm. almost every country. So they know somewhat English. So thank God, like I was able to, especially in an airport, like talk to people, figure out what the taxi line is. And, Thank God this man just brought me to my location and didn't Facts. just try to kidnap me or something. But just to shorten up the story, like, got there and I'm just like, wow, like, I'm really, like, by myself. And I'm like, this is, like, the first time I'm really on my own, not really knowing mm-hmm. nobody. And the worst part you is, were like... 21? I think I was, like, around 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a in an area where I don't speak the language. Right, right. So I think that, like, experience... Helped me like just learn to like be comfortable with myself because I really being couldn't alone and- being alone. Like I met friends like very quick, but we it wasn't like we were best friends. Like bro, we're spending every single moment together. There was still like a lot of like my roommate was really chill, and like there was a lot of times where we just did our own thing as well. So like I just really learned to be comfortable with myself and be okay doing things by myself because in high school you always doing things with a group of people like Mm -hmm. like you don't do things by yourself really you're trying to be as social as possible in high school um in college i would like same thing because i went to college with a lot of people i knew so i'm always around people and you commuted so it's just and i commuted so i'm still coming back home so you know to my fam but that moment i was just like i really learned to like yo just go out to eat by myself Mm -hmm. oh i want to go shopping go shopping by myself um 
um, just do whatever, just explore a new city. And it was like a very beautiful experience. And then from that moment on, it was just like, oh yeah, I have no problem when I was back alone, traveling alone. Like when I was, even when I was back home, cause I never, I didn't, okay. I did travel once by myself, but it was for a work thing. I've never traveled for leisure by myself yet, but coming back home, going to the movies by myself, like doing even playing basketball by myself and just enjoying that me time like that started that one trip to Paris like started that whole uh journey for me to just experience this mm-hmm. and experience life and sometimes it's for me at least it's just necessary to do things by yourself and yeah, just enjoy your own company I agree. but long-winded story that was like my beginning I do have other moments but I want to like see you know where you're at like what was did you have a a beginning moment or is there is there a a situation or event or experience that was like really important in your journey? So I feel like I was kind of a late bloomer when it came to like self-love, figuring out who I am and whatever, whatever. Because I'm trying to think like back to college and I feel like what started it for me was joining my sorority. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so for for people who don't know, most black organizations or Latinx organization, Latinx based organizations do pledge or go through like some sort of pledging process. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the start of it for me because, um, I was literally freshly single, um, right before, like I started that process and the process was basically about focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, you learn a lot about your strengths, your weaknesses. And those are always things I didn't really like to talk about. Like I hated questions about like, oh, so what do you love about yourself? Mm -hmm. Or like, what are your strengths? I never knew how to answer those. And so I think that's what started it for me. Like, because I was kind of like forced to do that, you know, like learn about myself, the things I like, the things I'm good at. Um, step out of my comfort zone. I was a very shy person, so I was always just like, hmm. mm-hmm. do, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, do you feel like that's like a negative or a positive, like when you're kind of forced out of it? Because um, you know, instead of like it naturally coming, right, right, right. yeah. Um, I think it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Some people need that like push, yeah. And I feel like that really did help me because my my orientation trainer. You know, you see things in some people see things in you that you don't see yet. Yeah. And so they they know like not that they know what they have to do to get you out of there. But like that push sometimes helps. And I feel like it did for me. Um, so I think it just depends on the person if they're open to it. If they're not, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> but, um, yeah. For me, at least it did. <clears throat> and I feel like that's where it started for me. And then it it trickled down to like me really having my own identity I guess because after that you know I graduated I was a fresh adult like trying to get an adult job and everything Mm -hmm. and just figuring I think figuring out who I was and reminiscing not reminiscing but thinking back to like middle school or high school where I felt like I didn't know I didn't know how to identify myself I feel like that process really helped me like internally and then from there everything else yeah what were some of like the things that they had you do like was it 
like worksheets or like trust building, like um, exercises with groups or like by yourself or like, or you can't really talk about it. Yeah, I can't really talk about it, oh, but okay. a lot of it is just learning about yourself and working with, you know, your line sisters who mm-hmm. at the time, like I didn't know these people. <laughs> like right, right. I was, all my friends graduated. So I was like already like, I, I um had to stay in college for an extra year. All my friends graduated. I was like, fuck, like I have to literally start fresh. And I met all these girls and I'm just, I don't know them, you know? Yeah. But like the process kind of forces you to, to get to know these people in such a short amount of time. And so, I don't know. I just think it, it did wonders for me. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's good. That's good. And I feel like we both kind of had a late start to you know like just recognizing like you're going through a journey right, and stuff right. because but I don't know maybe there are other people that started earlier and you yeah, know in yeah. high school and stuff but I feel like it's important you just the, the sooner the better right but I also think like it's it's also depends on how you grew up too right yeah for sure like I feel like as a child it wasn't something that was personally that was really spoken mm-hmm. about like oh self-love taking care of yeah, yourself yeah, you know yeah. like nobody really spoke about that in like a latino household caribbean household mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then also the fact that like although my mom is latina like i feel like she couldn't resonate with the black part of us mm. and then my dad yeah he's black but like yeah, it's re- such a huge generational gap that i felt mm-hmm. like it wasn't something that was like talked about at home yeah and so I think that a lot of my self-love journey when it comes to like my blackness and like loving that part of myself mm-hmm. came from my my older sister. Yeah. Who like kind of like dr- not drilled, but instilled that in me, like mm-hmm. seeing her love herself kind of like helped me love myself. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. That's 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 dope. And then like we always said, it's it's a never ending process. Right, so, like right. I'm excited to like just keep learning and just growing kind of like all right the last year so 2021 Mm -hmm. I decided to grow my hair out and it's funny because the only reason I started to grow my hair out was to do our Valentine's Day skit video such a bad reason so I was like but no but that's not the first time I grew my hair out no I know but it was like that that was like I was like oh yeah I'm gonna just grow it out for like I only need to my hair grows really quick I only need to grow it out for like two months and then I'll have it at the length like the mini fro that I needed it for the video mm-hmm. and then since that moment it's funny because my friend Chris was also growing his hair out mm-hmm. and his hair was looking mad nice and I'm like damn like I, I should I, like I want to grow my hair out too so I was like okay I'm gonna just grow it out for another couple months yeah, I'm gonna keep growing out another couple months I'm gonna keep growing out for another couple months mm-hmm. and I actually hit a year this year in uh yes. in january Woo-woo. he joined the natural hair gang yeah yeah i just hit a year and um this is like the longest i've ever grown my hair out, and i like feel like i truly like love my hair i like, always like love my hair whatever since since probably like eighth grade because like when everybody was trying to get waves and stuff like that he's so, like my like, waves are natural huh not natural not even at <laughs> Not even at that moment, but it's like, you know, you just got to brush. I just love my hair because of that, but it was like super short. Mm-hmm. So I love like that kind of just like wavy, short style. But then like this year, I like truly fell in love with like my actual hair because I've never, when your hair is that short, you don't really know what your hair is like. Like your hair texture. Yeah, nothing, hair yeah. texture, nothing like that. So now like my hair is what, like five, six inches or so probably even longer. I don't know. Probably five, six. Yeah, probably like five, six. And I'm just like seeing my hair like... 
fully picked out in a fro. Like when he's it, emotionally attached. I'm you guys. emotionally attached to my. <laughs> even though right now they're in like they're in braids, like I'm emotionally attached. And it's funny because I didn't say I was gonna cut my hair until probably like August. That's when I was like officially, all right, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. Because it and was it, hot. Yeah, it was, it was hot and everything. Even though I had it braided most of the time, super hot. And I'm like done with this, done with this. But every time I said I was gonna cut my hair. Couldn't cut it. Then I said I was going to cut it again in the winter because I wanted to put a hat on for because <laughs> my ears get mad cold. Didn't cut it. And so like now, like I'm saying I'm going to cut it again in February. But who the hell knows? Like I really found like I like fell in love with my hair and just like really enjoyed that like physical aspect of myself. And then that's just something I never thought like mm-hmm. would have happened because like yeah. I said, I grew my hair out once. For like six months before, or maybe a little longer, six, no, it was about eight months. And like, I liked my hair, but then I just cut it right away. Like, I didn't really fall in love or just have that attachment mm-hmm. with it. But now it's like completely different. So that's just like another thing for me with just like self love, just like, like you said earlier, just loving every part of yourself. Like, I love the part that was like always there, but not, never really realized, right. you know? Yeah. Do you think that, um, there was a reason why you always wanted to cut or just in general, I feel like men always cut their hair, right? Black men or Latino mm-hmm. or whatever, because it's easier to handle. Yeah, that's it. But do you think there's a un, a more underlying reason behind I mean, always wanting, like having it short? It could be, there could be a bunch of things. It could be like, if you really go deep, deep back into it, like if you go back to like slavery time and everything, everyone's mm-hmm. hair was like cut short or they like wanted their hair cut short if you want to like put it more modern being in the workplace, you're going to be looked at a certain way. Mm -hmm. If your hair is longer, if you, you know, you got dread, you got braids. Like I work at a university, but it's very diverse. So I feel like that's why I'm like, I'm pulling up to, to work in cornrows. There was this one time though, you were like, nah, nah, I got to cut my hair. Because you didn't want to sh- come go to the meeting. I don't remember what it was, but you didn't want to go with a fro. And you were like, you wanted to cut it before then. Now I know it's okay. But mm-hmm. as I was growing my hair out, I didn't know how it would be. How it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, like who knew what was going on? Also, we're in a pandemic. I was only in work. What? One to two days a week. Mm-hmm. So there was and then there was a there's not a lot of people. My office is secluded from others. And there's not, there weren't really people on the on the campus so i'm not really interacting with that many people so it was kind of like cool now i'm there four to five times a week i'm seeing people all the time and i'm still in cornrows twist outs afro whatever but now i know it's okay but i feel like every it like i feel like every black person you know latino person depending on your hair type like they they worry about that yeah yeah you know so so who knows i feel like for I think that's a whole other self-love journey in yeah, itself. Yeah, for like sure, for sure. Hair, your natural hair. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you love your natural hair. Yeah. And, and we're just, in this together. I'm just saying, if I cut it, it doesn't mean I don't love my hair. It's just I'm tired of taking <clears throat> care yeah. of it. Just, I'm just, so just, emotionally just attached, that, I cannot. Yeah, but that's different. You've had hair oh, my life. your whole life. I had a Caesar, yeah, you know, true. my whole life. So... It's different. If I grew my hair out, if I had hair my whole life, I wouldn't cut it either. But yeah, I think hair in general is like a whole another topic because mm-hmm. I could say so much about that. Yeah, we should we should do that. Maybe maybe we could have a little a, a little guest, a little guest talking about <laughs> hair one episode. Let, let us know what y'all think. <laughs> but 
before we get into that, I just wanted to say that I surprisingly started my natural hair journey pretty pretty late in the game too. Like it was probably like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it kind of also brought another side of me that I really loved and newfound confidence and so yeah, I see what you're saying mm-hmm. with, yeah. with growing out your hair, but let's not <laughs> dwell too much on that. We can sit here forever and talk about that. That's true, that's true. So we talked a little bit about our self-love journey. I just wanted to obviously everything we're saying is based on like experience and what we think. So mm-hmm. we're not professionals, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna give that caveat. <laughs> Um, just wanted to talk about different ways you can love yourself mm-hmm. because I feel like there's like the typical, you know, self care, you know, get a massage, right, and right. get your nails done, like things like that. But I feel like there's other deeper things you can do mm-hmm. um, to show yourself love. Mm-hmm. So, what is one thing? What is one way that you think you show yourself love, or others can learn from? So I think the most important way you could show yourself love is just by the language you use, hmm. because even if you like say like just oh in it's a joke about yourself. Well, yeah. So I'm sorry about yourself, like the language you use about how you talk about yourself, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Because if you're like saying oh like huh, I'm so stupid, but it's like a joke, mm-hmm. even if it's after something like really insignificant, mm-hmm. like it really didn't matter, like and you just said that. Like, if you keep using that language, like, low-key, deep and down... You believe You believe yeah. that. Right, so right. You believe that. I and know. I know this because every time I say that, you're like, stop saying yeah, that. Yeah, because it's, it's true. Like, why would you talk so negatively about yourself and expect yourself to see yourself in a positive light? Right. That's so like, true. Like, it, it, it doesn't... It doesn't... They don't go hand in hand. It, right, can, right. it can't happen. So you it, just, I think it's like a, subco- a subconscious is. thing. Yeah, no, it is. Because you could think it's not doing any harm, but mm-hmm. it is. And then even if it's not doing any harm per se, like if you just switch the language, you could see benefits mm-hmm. like, and you could just see more growth. So like mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, like it's whatever, but you don't even know this other side of yourself that you're preventing that you can unlock just by changing your language right. you just positive like all that is one thing like avoiding the negative um comments about yourself but also you can flip the switch and just add positive affirmations see right. that you're this you want to be more positive you want to be more happy just use those affirmations because if you go into the world with this positive vibe aura around yourself even if it's not true, like right now, you just keep trying to portray, you're going to attract that positive energy. Mm-hmm. You're going to attract positivity. Other That's people so are gonna real, s- though. People yeah. don't believe that shit. Other people are going to see you smiling and be like, okay, like, yo, why is this person smiling? Like, good mood. Let me go interact. Let me bring positive energy. And for the most part, if you're positive and like you have that energy, people that are negative are going to kind of avoid, like, they're not going to, they're not going to be attracted to the negative because like, Negativity attracts negativity. Like you go into work, like oh, I gotta work again. Da 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 da. You and your coworker are just gonna keep talking about that right. type of shit, and they're gonna come to you Every if you're time always negative. Complaining. Yeah, so because yeah. they know, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to you, so we could go complain together. <laughs> right, right. Like, that's not it. So just switch up your language, and you will see. Like it's almost guaranteed. Like you will see 
uh, just a change. Po- a change, a positive change in your life. I agree. I think self affirmations are very important. Although people think it's like kind of stupid, like mm-hmm. to tell yourself, "Oh, I'm smart. I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm." Ca-. That should be working. Eventually, yep. you're gonna believe it if you keep saying it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people who like post shit all over their house. Yeah. Like you, notes of like s- different affirmations to mm-hmm. s- to see and say to themselves. Yeah, and just the act of doing it and saying it, it's gonna make you do what you're saying. Like, okay, I'm smart, so I'm gonna go read today. I'm gonna go learn something new. It just mm-hmm. the constant it being constantly in your brain is just gonna lead to more actions and just more, just attracting more. Mm-hmm. All right. So sorry. What about you? What is what is Wait. another? thing that you have another way you can show self-love um i think another way that a lot of people probably don't think is a form of self-love is setting boundaries Mm -hmm. and setting healthy boundaries actually because there is a difference but setting boundaries for yourself and for others Mm -hmm. and and this could be in any relationship not romantic just any relationship you have in your life I think that it's sometimes kind of hard to do, especially if it's like um, like telling the people that we love, mm-hmm. like, no, this is not okay. Right, right. But I do think it's super important because you can't be stepped all over, you know? Yeah. And eventually it's draining mm-hmm. to yourself. So I think it's very important. Sometimes it's not something that you notice until something happens that makes you feel, you know, some type of way. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an important conversation to have. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like everything you said, nah, I don't even have another comment. I think I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly it. One last thing I wanted to mention is to always just like forgive yourself. Going back to like the language we use, I feel like we're very harsh to ourselves right. and we just like anytime we mess up or we don't do as well as we can, it's just we're so hard. We like think we're not, we're we're failures. We can't accomplish what we want to accomplish. And we just need to like just relax. <laughs> we just we just need to take it easy on ourselves and know like, yo, it's 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 all good. It's like all good that that happened. We're gonna keep pushing. It's not the end of the world. And forgive yourself and keep. Just keep moving forward. Yeah, I feel like that shows a lot of strength, too, and, like, awareness of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say an example. Like, something happens, You like, you wasted your whole week or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You had a project to do. You wasted your whole week and didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Forgiving yourself for that, like, okay, like, it's okay. I'm going to get back on it. I think it's very important because some people could just stay stuck, like, damn it, like, I didn't do it. I suck. I'm a failure. And then they just stay there for the rest of the month. Yep, yep. No, no, that that's so true. And it's like, if somebody else messed up in your life or did something that you didn't like and you love them, you're going to forgive them. Right, right. You're going to forgive that person because you really love them. You really care about them. And it's the same thing goes with yourself. If you mm-hmm. really love yourself, you're going to forgive yourself. So yeah. that's it, man. I think that also ties into forgiving other people oh, for yourself, though. You know, there's some things that happen that you're just like, oh, like you mm-hmm. want to hold that grudge with that person. Mm-hmm. But that kind of can do you more harm than good. In oh, the for sure. Run. For sure. So I feel like that might not seem like a type of self-love or a way to show yourself love. But eventually when you work through that, like 
I don't know, whatever, that anger or whatever mm-hmm. it was that happened. And you forgive that person internally mm-hmm. for yourself. It could do it could do a lot for you. Yeah. So not just forgiving yourself, forgiving others as right. well. That's good. That's good. I'm going to ask, was that the tip of the day? No. Oh, okay. But okay. it kind of like goes in really well. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so go ahead. Take it away. So the tip of the day is show yourself grace every day. So be kind to yourself, be gentle to yourself, be compassionate and be patient with yourself. I feel like a lot of people do these things for others. Mm -hmm. But if you're not doing it to yourself, how do you expect to feel good, you know, Mm -hmm. about yourself? And it's like we were talking before, talking about before forgiving yourself. Like Mm -hmm. we have to (laughs) take it, take it a day at a time Mm -hmm. and treat ourselves the way, you know, we treat others. Mm -hmm. And I think that will do like a world of change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I guess as long as you treat others well as well. Right, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Treat <laughs> others how you want to be treated. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. If, you, if you're treating people like shit, don't treat yourself like shit. shit. Just obviously, yes. Treat that- everybody. <laughs> With grace. <laughs> but you know, if you're treating other people so well, you also need to do that for yourself. Very true. Fill your cup first, you guys. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's good. Great tip of the day. Woo-hoo. Great tip of the day. You are 22 for 22. Woo. I think this is episode 22. Ooh. So two, two, two. And it's February. Two, 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 20, 2022. Woo. Oh. Oh, that gotta be some type of astrology, universe stars aligning, Pisces, Scorpio combination doing a podcast. Or am I trying? Okay. That's All enough. Right. All right. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning into another episode. Just make sure y'all treat yourselves right. Like Ann said, it's important. But before y'all go, while we're talking right now, I need you to do it right now. Go on your phones and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Like, leave a review. Damn, once you're done with that, go to the IG and TikTok. Like, follow, whatever. Go to every picture and double tap that. (laughs) Do the most right now. Go to our story because we probably got some poll there. Answer the poll. (laughs) See if we repost it. We might not. No, I'm kidding. Turn your push notifications. (laughs) (laughs) I'm weak. I'm weak. Anyway. Yo, just we out here. We love the engagement from everybody. Like everyone showed us like so much love when we posted about like the one year anniversary stuff. So just keep it coming. We appreciate it. It helps us going. And uh, you got any last words? Nope. That's it. Take yourself out to dinner today. All right. All right. (laughs) Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) All All right. All right. Peace. Bye.